You are listening to Reach MDXM 233, the channel for medical professionals. What would your daily existence as a doctor be if your patients genuinely loved to come see you? What if your patients honestly felt office visits with you were positive experiences? Is this a fantasy in today's world where frustration seems to be the norm and the doctor-patient relationship has eroded? Our guest today gives more than lip service to creating healthy relationships between doctors and patients. He actually lives it. Welcome to the Clinician Roundtable. I am Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host, and with us today is Dr. Neil Baum, a physician in New Orleans. Neil is a clinical professor of urology at Tulane Medical School. He's also the author of the popular book, Marketing Your Clinical Practice Ethically, Effectively, and Economically. Neil is a national speaker to doctors, hospitals, and medical practices on practice management, and he provides a virtual black bag of practical ideas that can easily and inexpensively be implemented into any medical practice. Welcome, Neil. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for having me back. You talk about moments of truth in the doctor-patient relationship. The first one is when the patient calls the doctor's office, and it's got to be a totally positive experience. I've called your office. I know. You're, the, the people who answer the phone are delightful and charming. The second one is you don't have a waiting room. You have a reception room. What's the next moment of truth after the patient's in your reception room? What goes on from there? Where, where can we make this a positive and, and productive and efficient practice experience? I, I want to back up before they open the door, put their hand to the door and open the door and walk into the reception area. I want to mention that when you introduce them to the practice, either a welcome to the practice package or uh, through your internet uh, site, which is the most popular way we are finding to introduce patients to our practice, is that we tell them that they're responsible for getting that authorization from their primary care physician. And for those of us who are specialists and depend on referring physicians, that permission is so important to the patient's experience because what usually happens when the patient doesn't have that? They come in, they're told they don't have it. Someone in your, on your staff now calls that referring physician to get that authorization, or the patient is told this negative comment. If you don't have it, we're happy to see you, but you will have to pay for it. That doesn't manage the moment of truth in a positive fashion. So we tell the patient, and they get written information on this, as well as it is notified to them in the web page, that you are responsible for getting that permission from your primary care physician. And if you don't have it, it will significantly delay your visit. We don't tell them about who has to pay or the inconvenience it causes us and, and the primary care physician. We just want them to know that their visit here will be definitely facilitated by between 20 and 30 minutes if we have that permission. Okay, now the patient comes into the uh, exam room, and we try to have educational material pertinent to what we do. And so the magazines are related to uh, men's health, women's health, uh, prevention magazine. 
we try to find magazines and we target their reading. If there is an article in one of these magazines that is pertinent to something that they might encounter in our practice, we call that to their attention on the front of the magazine and we offer to make copies of any of that material for them. There's a, a sign there that uh, informs them that if they would give this to the receptionist or we have someone in the office or we have copies of the most commonly requested ones, we provide that. The second thing that we talk about in that reception area is called Dr. Baum's Warm Fuzzy Book. Every physician who is listening to this program, I know, has literally dozens, and I'll bet you you, Michael Greenberg, have hundreds of complimentary letters that come from your patients. What do we do with them? We put them in the chart. We post them on a board, you know, in the uh, employee lounge that they can look at it at their convenience. We sometimes share it with other uh, staff members. But what I'm suggesting is that you take those complimentary letters, now let me emphasize this, with the patient's permission and put them into a scrapbook in the reception area. Wait, do you get written permission or just verbal? Verbal. Verbal. Do you note that in the chart? I don't, but you certainly you certainly could do that. If you were to see these, I mean, thanks for taking care of my father, uh, grandfather. It didn't say grandfather had prostate cancer. I mean, I wouldn't put anything in there like that. It was, it's all very vanilla and generic, and it's very complimentary to my you know things that, that my staff did or things that I have done. Now let me let me explain why this is so effective. The average patient that walks into a doctor's office has an element of anxiety about that visit. A return patient, a new patient, an existing patient, doesn't matter how long they've been there, very few people feel excited and enthused about going to visit the physician. We even have a name for that. What do we call that? The white coat syndrome. Right, the white coat syndrome. Our blood pressure uh, goes up. And I've even noticed it in myself when I went to visit a, a physician, my blood pressure was higher. Now, the patient is anxious and is concerned. They're going to go in. And remember, they're going to talk to a stranger. They've never seen us before. They're going to get undressed. They're going to get probed in various areas of the body that no one has ever touched. Of course they're going to feel anxious and their blood pressure is going to go up. They open up the warm fuzzy book and they see, oh, why, Dr. Baum, he would come in on his day off. He takes good care of people when they're in the hospital. He's a community and civic leader. What do you think that does to that element of anxiety and tension that the patients have? I can tell you it goes down, and I can tell you patients will say to me, Dr. Baum, that book is so incredible. It must make you feel so good you know, to know that so many people are appreciating you and your staff, and the answer is, of course it does. And patients will say to me, Dr. Baum, what do I need to do to get into that book? And I will tell them, all you've got to do is write me you know, a note or a letter. It perpetuates itself. I have been in practice almost as long as you have, uh, Michael Greenberg, and I can share with you that I'm on volume three or four of these, the Warm Fuzzy book, and it is the most looked at book in my reception area. And if you don't do this, uh, I strongly recommend that you take a few moments and pull out, just start with four or five, 
and get this book and put it out there and put the letters in plastic, you will find that the response that you get from your patients are unbelievable and in terms of effectively managing those moments of truth. Wow, that's brilliant. I've never, I've never heard that from you, and I've heard you speak before. Uh, the other moments of truth are is the time that the patient is in the exam room. Keep that as short as possible. Second, a moment of truth is when you have a patient undressed and you are talking to them, trust me, they are not listening to you. I learned this from my wife. She says, when I'm in there and I've got that gown on, I'm worried more about my dignity than listening to the doctor. And she advised me, and I found it to be indeed the case, allow a person, man or woman, regardless of same or opposite sex, to get dressed and then come back and talk to them. Sit down. Be eyeball to eyeball. Do not stand and look down on a patient, but be at the same level. Try to have nothing in between you. Don't talk on the other side of the table or the uh, or a chair, but try to be as close to proximity with no barriers in between and be at eyeball to eyeball you know, with the patient. End every visit by asking, have all of your questions been answered today? Do you have any additional questions? Do not put your hand on the door and have the patient say to you, oh, I have one more question that I would like to ask because you have closed the chart. You have shut down mentally on that patient. You're ready to move on. Chances are you will not come back to that topic on their next visit. It won't get written down and the patient probably won't ask that question again. One of the ways that I have solved this is that I survey every patient on every visit. They are given a card that they can complete that says, uh, were you able to gain access to the practice in a timely fashion? Uh, were you seen in a timely fashion once you got to the practice? Were all of your questions answered? Do you have any additional comments? And would you uh, refer family and friends uh, to our practice? That one surveys them, two, it encourages them to refer people to you, and it allows you to troubleshoot uh, if there are any problems. And finally, this is the important part that I wanted to mention about that card. On the reverse side of that card is an opportunity for them. It says, what three questions would you like to ask the doctor on your visit today? And so either in the reception area or in the exam room, they are filling out three things, or sometimes they use another card, or sometimes they write on the other side, sometimes they don't fill it out at all. It avoids that scenario of patients coming when you are ready to leave the room and you hand on the door and they have one more question because they thought of that question, it was important to them, and I never leave the exam room without saying to them, do you have I answered all of your questions? Is there anything else that I can do to make your visit today complete? And then I exit the room. I, I do that too, and I I also found it's very important to thank patients for coming to see me. Not a perfunctory thank you, but let them know that we're here to serve them. They're not here to serve us, and it makes a whole difference in the relationship. Agree. They're doing us a favor, not the reverse. Give us a thirty-second last comment to our listeners about your experiences. We are 
given the opportunity to practice the greatest profession in the entire world. I never take for granted that I have been given this opportunity to help people, to make uh, people better, to make their lives better, and ultimately I'm making myself better. I never take for granted how wonderful the profession of medicine is. I continue after nearly 30 years to still have the same passion that I had for it on day one. I love what I do. I love seeing patients. I love my practice. And I think all of us have to look at the real positive side of medicine and never take what we do I agree. Thank you, Neil. I want to thank Dr. Neil Baum, who has been our guest, and we have been discussing how to have a productive and efficient practice. I am Dr. Michael Greenberg. You have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. And thank you for listening.